0: Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, aka the Martinsburg Madman, aka this show's frontman and main host. What can I say? Either welcome to another bonus anniversary retrospective episode that is convention coverage content or for, this is an episode for all of you either gearing up for to go to a convention or suffering for from convention withdrawal whether it be a large convention or a small. Now, uh <laughs> however you want to look at it uh i know uh depending on when this episode drops uh it could have been last week when uh awesome con happened i.e june 17th and 18th uh but either way we're taking a, a break from four state comic-con content yes i i do have a lot of stuff from four state comic-con and their events over the years uh i've done a lot of stuff uh i've Either both events that they had during a year or once per year. Uh, But either way, we're stepping away from Force Day Comic Con with something that we did back in 2016, uh, and that is Melloween. Now, what is Melloween? I've never heard of Melloween, and I live in Virginia or uh, Maryland or whatever. I've never heard of it. Melloween was a little quickie... Uh, Pop-Up HorrorCon, it wasn't meant to be uh, anything really annually or biannually, it was to help support an independent actress, Mel Heflin. Uh, Mel, if you're listening to this episode, I apologize, I know this episode happened... uh, close to seven years ago. Please forgive me, Mel. I do have a lot of respect for you. Um, But still, Mel is a wonderful actress. She's also a model amongst other things. And I just want to uh, at least honor her in our anniversary content and offer up uh, a lot of you out there with something different than stuff from Four State Comic Con. And this is one of the few things that we have stemming from that, and that has been way back in the day, and so, like always, we're going to clip out the beginning and the intros of it, because a lot of the intros have been me rambling, and not about, not just about the person I'm speaking with, so that's going to be cut out, the intro for that has been cut out, I'm going to just to do a we'll be right back thing, and a... Intro, retros- uh, our retrospective intro, the interview, and um, when the interview is done, going to have the uh, out retrospective outro, uh, the welcome back, and me welcoming you guys back to the show and the ending stuff. So. Just to be quick, simplify things, I hope you enjoy this uh, interview that we did back in 2016 at Melloween. We had a wonderful time at this and speaking with Mel. Mel, if you hear this, uh, you you always have our respect. We hope you're doing well. We do follow you on various outlets, and we see that you're doing well. But still, it doesn't hurt to say it every time. You're more than welcome to be on the program when you're back here in the state or in the area We'll be happy to speak to you again. It'll be an honor. So, either way, here's that episode. George, please cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capisce? Hello everyone, it's the Reverend Godfather here for the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. I am here with... Hi, I'm Mel Heflin. Uh, the per- per- main person we're here, t- in essence, the whole Melloween is about. Why the fun? First off, why the fundraiser?
1: Well, recently there was a big tragedy in my life. My mother was murdered.
0: And I- I- um, I'm so sorry, condolences and so forth and so on. I didn't... <laughs> it's... You know, like I say, if you didn't want to, you know, cover it, saying it on air for the sake of record. <laughs> no, it's
1: okay. I'm beginning to be able to open up about it.
0: Okay. So it's just for, to help cover expenditures and so forth and so on?
1: Um, there were a lot of expenses and I was out of work for so long because I was taking care of her in the hospital and I wasn't able to work for a long time a long time afterwards, starting to attend therapy, and I'm still in therapy. There's, There's been many, many things that have been going on.
0: Uh, for the sake of uh, the show, is there a, um, a spot or a place that, is there an ongoing GoFundMe or something like that to help?
1: Um, currently, I believe it's put under Jeanette Heflin's memorial expenses on GoFundMe.
0: Uh, just so fans, just in case whoever's listening, can at least help out and be generous if they can. So, um, other than this, uh, what do you? are our screen queens in a way. You're a model, uh, amongst other things. Uh, tell, tell listeners a little bit about that. What, what it's like for you? Your experiences.
1: Well I do a little bit of everything. I've been in the industry actually since I was 13 years old starting with runway shows and then when I turned 19 I started getting naked for movies <laughs> and it's expanded ever since there doing a little bit of everything. I am now in the chocolateering business making life casted chocolate ref- um, replicas of my nipples premiering this weekend.
0: And I saw at your booth that you have some sitting there. Um, what has the, been re- the response for at least that? I don't
1: think that people think that I'm serious. Um, some of the raunchy things that I've done in movies and life-casted copies of my nipples in vanilla uh, candy form is um, not really the raunchiest thing I've ever done. So people can't really believe it, which is strange for me.
0: Um, because of um, because you, you brought it up in reference to... I want to be at least kind in reference to that aspect. Um, in reference to getting nude in front of either a still camera or a video camera, what has the response from some uh, people? Because I know there is some um, love and there is some hate. What, what has been the viewpoints on that from others?
1: Well, I really let the hate roll off my back like uh, water off a duck. So I really only pay attention to the, all the love I get, but sometimes people like to love a little bit too hard, and I get some kind of creepy messages. But, you know, all the same, it's still love.
0: So theres uh, is there a more creepy factor, you know, the, um, let's say, the, the, the guy in the trench coat uh, aspect of things than the annoying type of deal or...
1: I mean, as long as it's not an unsolicited dick pic with no words attached, mm-hmm. I really don't mind. Every now and then I get dick pics in my email uh, from my website that's like, Hey, I really enjoy seeing you naked, so maybe you enjoy seeing me naked. Mm-hmm. Here you go. So it's it's kind of a compliment, you know, just the same as I'd like to see a pair of women's boobs in my email. It's, it's like
0: the same thing. I was, thing up, I was about me. to ask that because uh, there has been one YouTuber where who has tried some of the uh, more feminine, YouTube channel. She edits her s- the videos, of course, for YouTube. But she's gotten the uh, female equivalent. Let's say that of uh, <laughs> genitalia f- pics, and it w- kind of has the first time you got something like that. Kind of like, oh, really? Or
1: I think. The first time that it, like, it, it didn't really shock me, but I think my third or fourth convention, somebody actually asked me to sign their boobs. I was absolutely honored. They were <laughs> pierced nipples, and I was like, whoa, this is fantastic.
0: Uh, so, um, is it doing, I don't, I don't know how to approach this question, is doing something like that, uh, choosing to appear nude, Um, Was it the first time a comfortable affair or uh, an awkward affair?
1: Um, Well, when I was 13 doing the runway shows, us models would all have like within a minute to change in the back room um, getting ready to do the runways. So when I turned 18 and immediately started doing nude photo shoots, it was really no big deal because I'd already been naked a hundred times in the back room at a f- runway show, and then it, it very easily integrated over to movies. I really don't see a difference. It's me whether I have clothes on or not, so it doesn't bother me personally. I know some people think that it's a big difference, but personally, it eh, doesn't bother me at all.
0: I, I don't mean to, to dwell on that that subject um is it that uh, the reason why i bring it up i'm trying to be the devil's advocate for it because there are a lot of mostly the female side of thing even though there's a lot of women that embrace how you feel that if you're comfortable doing such a thing that you should it's okay but there's many and many women out there that say in essence how dare you do that because you're in essence becoming a piece of meat, in a way.
1: I definitely see what they're saying, but at the same time, they're comfortable not taking off their clothes. I'm comfortable taking off my clothes. So I would hope that they would give me the same respect as I respect them.
0: Um, Fair enough. Um, The aspect of um, what has your enjoyment of being an actress in mostly B-movies? Sorry. Uh, The the genre, the, the... the independent type of movies? Is there more freedom to work, or what's what's the award that, in reference to, as an actress in such movies, the award that be, the independent genre has to, to fans?
1: Um, well, to myself, I really... I don't feel myself unless I'm on set. It's, it's just such a huge part of me and my life that I just feel complete when I'm on a movie set and getting to create and spend time with the people who think the same way that I do. And I am completely honored that there's fans out there of the movie companies and of me and the movies that, you know, enjoy what I do because I, I most certainly enjoy it myself.
0: So that, like I said, the reason why I'm a fan of the independent genre because there's more um, original story lo- stories that are out there, um, more freedom for fans out where nowadays in Hollywood it's got to be, I'm not knocking the superhero genre, but it's the remake the redo, the reimagining uh, let's up it, let's change it, let's modernize it, um, but with independent movie scene there's always something new, something out there, uh, but the, uh, being in that genre, is there any tropes or things that you see a lot of independent filmmakers doing that seem tiresome?
1: I mean personally there for, I don't pay a lot of attention to mainstream films most of the time, so there for the longest time, I thought all the remakes were because of the Rider Strike.
0: <laughs> uh, now that the writer Strike might be rehappening again, we might be seeing a whole mess of remakes.
1: Well, long live indie. I don't think that's going, the Rider Strike isn't going to affect indie films. Um, the biggest thing that I see that's a little tiresome, and the only reason I say this is because I collected, I think it was 27 ticks over the course of four hours. I don't like shooting out in the woods, like Sure, it's um, it's easy. It's it's cheaper, and I understand you got to go as, as low budget as you can with certain things. But locations are so easy to find. Um, I appreciate filming in the woods, but uh, I just get covered in taste. So it's like can we limit those to like only like four or five a year
0: (laughs) (laughs) or how about a blanket or something to cut back on the tags but (laughs) um, what has been the most um let's split the question to uh two parts what has been the most uh memorable experience and what has not been the most memorable experience doing these type of films
1: um the most memorable experience um I don't know, each each film has a little piece that's close to my heart. No matter what film it was, they all take a piece of my soul with them, and I take a piece of the soul of the film inside my heart. But the, the non-memorable parts, every now and then, there's just uh, one jackass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that be the case, what has been the most fun in filming these type of movies, and what's usually the hardest thing in filming these type of movies?
1: I like to get as ridiculous and campy as possible. I, you know, running around naked from a monster, covered in glitter blood, you know, anything that I can take away from and just scream out nipples or whatever, just to be absolutely ridiculous. That's, you know, you can't really do that in everyday life.
0: Uh, Has there, is there, with a lot of well-known independent filmmakers out there and lesser known, are there any particular independent filmmakers out there that would you'd be automatically on board to be with and work with
1: i mean i i think that actually happened to me recently um bilzebub um was casting recently and i jumped at the chance and we recently filmed dick nato and it was such an experience and such a good time i was so happy that that finally happened that uh i think it's been I've known him since 2009, and I finally got to work on one of his films just a few weeks ago. Uh,
0: so, I'm not familiar with that uh, particular director. I grew up probably a generation prior to him coming into, uh, um, meaning that I'm familiar, more familiar with trauma than him, so I'm not going to knock anything he's done or he's doing. Uh, would you work for trauma, or uh, Lloyd Kaufman, if he came knocking at your door, or ha- have that opportunity.
1: I mean, I have actually worked on a trauma film, the grind movie. I was in the stripper uh, stripper ripper segment as the playgirl.
0: So did you have? Um, I know we show we've met Lloyd in the past, and he seemed. In every interview that I've seen with him, he seems that way in person. Did you get that same experience with Lloyd? That he's also as much as the businessman as he is the crazy entertainer?
1: I actually didn't get a chance to work with Lloyd. He wasn't there on set that day. Um, I think it was um, one of those submission-type things. Um, I, I don't know too terribly much about it. I've been wanting to see it, but I don't have a subscription to their website. <laughs> but uh, I am in the film Exploitation. Uh,
0: so is there... Um, I'm not that I'm running out of questions. This is... Um, what's the easy... Uh, I'm repeating myself. It's been a long week for myself, too. Uh, I do sympathize for you. Uh, my father passed away last month. I'm not getting into it on the show, so when you have a busy month and like yourself, uh, things go down, uh, you tend to forget. So uh, what's the easiest part of doing what you do?
1: I, I think it's all the love. I had no expectation or anything of, you know, they, they contacted me and they, they were like, can can we set up Halloween fest for you? And I wasn't even sure what was going to happen, but I was like, the love just came in immediately from all the tragedy that was surrounding me, and it really kept me going there for a long time. So, you know, I, I've given so much to this community—my my pieces of my heart and pieces of my soul—and to receive it back full force, like a hundred times, has been absolutely incredible.
0: Um, just one of uh, the brief thing, What do you have to say to um, any? cautionary words or uh, things that you won't, might want to say to any uh, women or gals that might um, want to get into the business that you are in, that just stray away from the, the, the possible dangers or the um, predators that might be in the business, not the nice. There are, for everything. every nice, boy, Kaufman and uh, people that you work with, I'm sure there's predators. Um, In that, what cautionary tales or cautionary words that you would have to give to the young women that want to break into this?
1: If the email sounds too good to be true, it is. Run.
0: (laughs) Also, uh, I'm going to add something that I'm sure Mel would agree to. Um, Do not do anything that you're not comfortable with uh, because uh, many models that I've spoken to who do what Mel does uh, have stated that if you do not wish to Go fully or partially nude in any way, shape, or form, please do not do that. Um, But if you are comfortable, please do your homework. Would you agree to at least that doing your homework with the person you are taking photos with or be that particular model for?
1: What I would say is if it's not agreed upon before the day of the shoot, don't do it. Like turn around, leave, Um, don't force yourself into anything that you're not comfortable with if if somebody you're shooting with says oh take your top off and that wasn't agreed upon don't do it that's you're right it's your body
0: and that's just one of the messages i wanted because uh, with everything that we said in the show just want to at least get that across to whatever young women that are out there that might be getting into the the modeling realm or the same thing that you are at least have some cautionary out there and uh where can we find you online with a website twitter or what have you
1: um twitter instagram all those things are at mel haflin m-e-l-h-e-f-l-i-n and it's also facebook.com slash mel haflin
0: and I'll thank you for this interview. I'll put the links in our description, which, uh, and uh, at least on your Facebook page or Twitter. I'll contact you once this is posted, which will be probably Monday.
1: Excellent. Thank you. It's a Long Coat Mafia podcast!
0: He's You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capisce? Welcome back, everybody. Not only do I hope you enjoyed going down memory lane with us in this bonus anniversary retrospective episode, but I hope you enjoyed our conversation that we had back in 2016 with Mel Heflin. Now, one last thing or a few last things before we go on to the next episode and end this episode. Or should I say before we end this episode and go on to the next episode. And that is, we need to hawk and promote some stuff. And that being the fact that we are sponsored by or promoted by W Energy. And that being said, uh, we are promoted by W Energy. So if you want something with zero sugar and that is comparable to their lot well, of their competitors like G Fuel and has less sugar a part of it and less other stuff than stuff like Monster and Red Bull, check out dubby especially if you don't like a lot of the other major competitors out there um so go to w dot gg or should i should say w uh, how do i put this I, i'm fighting over my words it's th- two thirty in the morning uh, so if you want that energy pick me up uh like i do right now go to duBB dot gg and at checkout entering code LCM podcast for 10% off your order. And whatever you order using our code also helps this channel. Let me just say, if you're one of those folks that when you go to W and you're like, Ah, Rev, uh, Martinsburg Man Man, this stuff is a little bit pricey for me, even with their cheapy stuff. Yeah, uh, we, we get that, understand. But if you want to toss a couple of bucks our way and see some... Behind the scenes stuff, or get a full episode, uh, full visual video episodes of uh, our podcast, uh, unedited, raw fo- video form. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. You get some uh, clips that you might not see on YouTube. The full ep- unedited episodes get dropped on Patreon before YouTube. Um, they might not even have some, you know. Uh, additional stuff included in the uh, uh, YouTube stuff. So it's you're getting some really exclusive stuff for that. Not to mention, we'll put polls on our uh, Patreon once it gets rolling. Uh, exclusive clips that you might not see on YouTube. Plus, uh, whatever, whoever uh, subscribes to us on Patreon, you'll get thanked in our audio episodes and maybe even our video episodes as well that we put out on YouTube. So uh, that helps us that way. But if you figure that the three bucks per month is too expensive for you, we do have a GoFundMe that you could shoot us funds to, whether it be a dollar or two. Now, let me say this. If we crack the $1,000 uh, goal that I have on our GoFundMe, you know what? If you've been following us on uh, with our main episodes that we've been putting out on a weekly Basis, Not these bonus episodes, but if you've been listening to the main episodes that we've been putting out on a weekly basis, uh, you'd be hearing me say at the end of the show, I'm a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini. And you know what? As I promised in those episodes, and I keep promising until we end the GoFundMe, that if we crack that goal, when I say I'm a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini, I'll remove my shirt showing a bikini top. That's right. That's the challenge. If you want to see me wearing a bikini top just for fits and figgles, I will do it. But we got to crack that goal first. Now, let me just say this. All the funds that we get, whether through Dubby, uh, through Patreon, or through all GoFundMe, we'll go for uh, expenses, uh, like uh, if we get uh, if Sasha and her uh, and Al come down to pick me up to go to an event in Pennsylvania, or if George, who is a friend of the show, comes down to pick me up to go to an event, or if Big Candy picks me up to go to an event in Winchester or Hagerstown, or a friend of the show comes and picks me up to go to an event either in Winchester, Hagerstown, Pennsylvania, wherever, uh, that fun- those funds will help pay for gas, food, hotel costs, whatever is needed to help cover that event, plus... Uh, a lot of the funds will gather up and use to get either new equipment or new-ish equipment through like pawn shops or thrift stores or what have you. It it will help the show. And if you need to see receipts or anything like that, we'd be happy to show receipts for you. Now, uh, I'm not going to be that douchebag, that idiot, that butthead that says you got to do this i get uh and shame all of you that might not be able to afford that type of uh that buck dollar two if you can't afford that for whatever reason or you can't afford Dubby, you can't afford patreon or you can't afford sending us a dollar or two through uh gofundme i get you i understand I, I truly I do uh, I I understand how it is I know that there are some uh, streamers out there and some YouTubers that are a real uh, butt heads douchebags or what have you and uh, they'll they'll shame you for being poor and not giving them money uh, we're not going to do that here we don't do that here but we will ask you if you can't donate you know listen to our content Subs- uh watch our content listen to our content on uh. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean—all those are free for you to uh, uh, listen to us at. You know, sub to us on those platforms. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. All that, like I said, all that's free, and that helps us out big time. And uh, also, subscribing to us on YouTube also helps us. Liking our our videos on YouTube, if you are able to. Like us on uh, a podcasting app like Podbean or Google Podcasts or Spotify. Do so. That helps us. If it, that platform offers up comments, uh, leave a comment. Even if it is a hello, how are you doing? I like the episode. It, it, I don't care how generic the comment is. It helps us with the algorithms. It gets us out uh, more in on those platforms. Uh, s- Liking our content and following us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter also helps us. They're getting the word out about uh, our content and all that. So sharing us on those platforms where you're able to helps us uh, and so forth and so on. Please do so. Yes, we're trying to get as much content out on a wide uh, variety of platforms, subscribe so subscribing to us sharing our content watching our content listening to our content is just as valuable as tossing a couple of bucks our way and when i set up our patreon we try to keep it as low as possible for you so if you want to go that route so we don't want to really rip you off with anything we're trying to give you as much content as possible for the cheapest price if you want to toss us funds that way so either way I'll see you next episode, whatever that might be, whenever that might be, whether it's a main episode or another anniversary retrospective. So either way, take care. I am out of here.
1: You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.